Hello, and welcome to Soul to Soul. <laughs> a conversation on Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and all soul-related souling in Souls games. We're soloing as we play Soul to Soul. <laughs> that was I, dumb. I've been playing Edit a lot of Souls. I need to play Souls games. <laughs> and so I forced Ted to play Demon's Souls with me. Or not really play with me. More like talk to each other while both dying a lot. Playing separate death games. <laughs> I did hear you say on the Chrono Trigger podcast that if a game has respawning, then it's a Christian game. So we're playing a Christian game. Yeah, it's a very Christian game. Because Even though die. it's called Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> because you die over and over again. <laughs> the wonderful part about Souls games. So I think it was on that Chrono, Chrono Trigger podcast. It might have been on the Resurrection one. No, it was on one of them at least. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about Demon Souls and how I goaded Ted into playing it. <laughs> That's the music of Demon Souls. Turn it down before there's copyright issues. There we go. <laughs> so, Ted, what do you think of Demon Souls from what you've played so far? Well, I have a little story to tell. And it started with a friend of mine named Zachary. <laughs> Every time I'd be on the Theology Gaming Podcast, it's like, so what are you playing? Well, it used to be King of Fighters, King of Fighters, King of Fighters. But then it started to become Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls. And I thought, wow, there must be something to this game. So I looked it up to possibly buy it for my Xbox 360, but it was $20 download. I said, oh, I don't want to do that. I might not even like the game. And then I saw the actual game in a box used for $14.99. I said, mm, no, no, I'm still not going to do it. Then I turned on my PlayStation 3 and looked it up there and realized that I had already downloaded a, some game called Demon Souls. <laughs> and I thought, could it be that this is similar to what they've been talking about? And it is. It is. Very. It's almost... I mean, as far as everything you've talked about, it's almost what that one is as well. I'm sure there's a different storyline. Yeah. But so I said, well, I can just try this out for free. This is like my free sample or whatever you want to call it. And started playing and dying and playing and dying. <laughs> That's how I knew I was on the same type of game you must have been talking about. Yeah, there is a lot of dying. <laughs> <laughs> so Demon Souls is like a prequel almost to the Dark Souls series because Sony was the one who financed it and they own the license. So that's why there's it's only on PS3. I see. And that was the first in the quote-unquote Souls series since that's what they'd use Dark Souls basically so they could release it on all the consoles and PC and not just Sony consoles. So expanding their borders there a little yeah. bit, but they're not really in the same universe. They just kind of play similarly. I had a question and it left my mind. So keep going. <laughs> oh, I know it. I noticed the copyright on it was 2009 when yeah. this game came out. So it's, I would say that's when these consoles hit their stride in quality games and graphic and gameplay. And it, it shows it, it really is tight and you never are angry at the controls. No. You're just angry at yourself for being a complete idiot. <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. So I know I that think... Ted's preferred method playing the game is run in and whack everything <laughs> with your axe. <laughs> it works a lot of the time. Lock on is for losers. Nobody <laughs> likes it. I don't quite get that lock on thing. I'm practicing though. But we were on, was it on Facebook? Just sort of doing a little uh, chat? Yeah, about uh, where he could buy Dark Souls. Yes. And it was like, well, do you have Demon Souls? And I was like, oh, I own this for free. So we are like, let's play co-op. But unfortunately, Souls games do not like co-op very much. So we weren't actually able to play with each other. But theoretically, it can happen. Yes, theoretically, it can happen. What has to happen for us to actually play this game together? <laughs> the first thing we have to do is that the somebody has to beat the level, the first level, which is just one, one of us does. One of us, ha- yeah, I think it. No, both. Both of us have to beat okay. the first level. Because I would have thought that would have been you a long time ago. <laughs> no, I I beat it, and I beat a couple other ones after we stopped playing. But you know, so, I could restart at any time. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but so one of us has to beat one one which is the first level. How hard can it be? It's 1-1. One, one. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Even the boss is not that hard, as long as you're, you know, you don't open yourself up to attacks and stuff. I'm not going to spoil it for you. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just take a little bit over on, on the story then. So we had this in common, and we started talking about maybe playing it together co-op. And as we discovered, we can't, because we <laughs> both suck. Um <laughs> No, no, I suck. You don't suck. Um, <laughs> I did play it quite a bit on my own, and I kept being drawn back to it. And this is not the kind of game I would typically go for that has a high difficulty curve and a lot of failure rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not It's not my Link and Zelda. It's similar to Zelda games, actually. Hmm. In its I, own way. I have a sword. Do I get a boomerang? Uh, no, even though that would be a really cool addition. I would be actually. Do I get to blow any instrument or or anything? Play any uh, songs? Thankfully, no. <laughs> there is no instrument playing in the Soul Series because everything is very dark. But you do have a weapon, and you go around, you know, really kicking rear end and yeah. hurting some people, and sometimes they hurt you. Yeah, and if you're not so, paying attention, you can die really fast. So I would get a little further each time, and then we were at the point just last night when we sort of did co-op where you were playing your game yeah. at your house, and I was playing my game at my house, and I aimed my camera on the TV so that Zach could at least see a little bit of where I was and what my playing style was. He was so impressed. <laughs> Ted picked the Hunter class, which I guess is supposed to use bow and arrow. I have not used it one time. But Ted has decided instead to use an axe. Hey, hunters can hunt with axes, okay? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, it was more like a lumberjack than a <laughs> than it was like a hunter. I'm lumberjack, lumberjack class. I like that. Yeah, just run in, hit everything. I just swing. I try to knock them trees down. They just happen to be alive. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they are alive, whatever I'm trying to fight. Uh, they're what is of, the story? The story is convoluted, and it is told mostly through reading item text and through dia- NPC dialogue. So if you talk to everybody, it will make a little more sense. But a lot of them, you have to kind of make jumps as to what actually happened in the story. Other than I, the, know, I know there's so. a large cut scene at the beginning, which I did yeah. watch. And it essentially has to do with... 
me being whoever I am, but I have to get souls by slaying these these demons, I guess, or yeah. monsters, or people who have been affected by the dragons? Uh, um, kind of. <laughs> kind of? Okay. Well, there, there's a lot of people there, and they're not very happy. Yeah, I think the story is that in Boletaria, which is some region, uh, there a king there summoned some kind of ancient evil being, which is basically turned everybody into either insane people or soulless automatons that attack everybody and this fog surrounds Boletaria and you kind of wander in and then you're there to kind of save everybody but strong people kill demons for souls and add the souls to their own to become more powerful and this begs a question am I alive is my character actually alive right now where I'm playing in Boletaria your character is alive but his soul is bound to the nexus which is the hub area Right. So that's what happens. Anytime you die, you're transported back to the beginning of the stage or to the Archstone. But that's connected to the Nexus where your soul is. So, right. like, you're in body form at first, but when you die, you are in soul form. And I thought about strategizing of going out, getting a bunch of souls, and then going back to the Archstone to maybe cash in on it on some level. Yeah, you could totally do that. It's just that all the enemies respawn if you go back to the Nexus. Well, they respawn if you die and you have to start over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of this tension between uh, do I keep all my resources or do I run back to the next to the nexus or something like that? And I haven't tried that running back strategy. But I do like the fact that the enemies don't respawn while you're there. No. When you clear an area, it remains cleared. Yeah, for that time period. For that time period, and you're safe to quote-unquote pause and check your inventory (laughs) (laughs) quote-unquote safe yes yes i have had one time where i had it on pause and i went to do something and i came back and this archer was shooting at me and shooting at me i was like (laughs) no i thought i paused you you game you can't even let me pause in peace i think i've done that before and a pvp person came in and yeah there's pvp Ah. yeah anytime you're in body form after the first level, somebody can invade your game. And then they can stalk you as you're trying to beat oh, the level. That sounds horrible. Yes, it's horrible. It really, I don't know if I could go for that. Well, you, you don't do, have to. You can play on offline, too. But obviously even, you can't get I can really? All I've seen is it says you're connecting to the server. I haven't seen anything that really gave me the option not to. Well, you just uh, ripped the Ethernet cable out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, mine's wireless, but I could I could disconnect the wireless, I yeah, guess. Yeah, theoretically you can play offline. But, of course, you don't get to have fun playing with other people. I do see these ghostly figures uh, that I guess are other people playing that same level. Yeah, they're struggling to finish the level themselves. <laughs> yeah, everybody's struggling at this point. Yeah. So I don't know how much we can talk about in terms of spoilers, because you might disappoint me in some regard. But we can certainly talk about this level and what you've seen and what you think I need to do to improve my game. Uh, The things you need to do to improve your game is to walk slowly. (laughs) 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 Because Ted has a tendency to just sprint ahead wherever. And clomp my feet, apparently. Yeah, and (laughs) run into people's firebombs and that sort of thing. (laughs) Or explode. Ted likes to explode. As I've done this level so many times, I get in a hurry. You know, I'm like, I just want to get back yeah, where I was, where I died. It's trying to do that to you so that you feel horrible. 
Yeah, it works. Because if you get impatient, the game will kill you. <laughs> so there I am going through. I got to slow down then. How about, uh, oh, oh, the, you told me of a place where there was a ring, like a sticky ring or something? A or thief ring. Cling ring. No, or something like that. Sure. Before I haven't got this this the thief ring yet, but it was it was near the place where I could create a shortcut. Yeah, the cling ring is useful because it gives you extra health when you're in soul form. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't have it, you have fifty percent health. Which yeah, is my bar extended great. a little bit at the top. I noticed that. Yeah. So and that is appreciated. That is a big deal. So that getting that one ring and also just knowing there is a shortcut now, which is helpful. I didn't know that. So you really, through your guidance, looking at my camera or my TV through your camera, you were able to tell me to chop these two chains, which did something. I don't know. And then <laughs> I go downstairs and I pull a switch to open a door. Yeah, it's got some excellent level design because it's all like when you use the shortcut, you realize that wherever the shortcut is, is right at the beginning of the level. Right. Yeah. And the boss fight, I think, is right in front of that door. That big door. That would yeah. make sense. That almost sounds like, you know, other games that you can play. So even some Zelda games can be like that yeah. where you uh, you're in a temple and it's a huge something that you have to get into. But if you open that big door, that's where the boss is. All right. Well, I'm not there yet, but yeah. I'm also thinking what I think is a shortcut if I take that next time, I'm going to have like six firebomb guys trying to kill me from above. <laughs> well, let them blow themselves up cuz there's a bunch yeah. of explosive barrels at the bottom. They're not exactly rocket scientists, those no. firebomb guys. <laughs> they just have torches, and they'll blow themselves up because they're dumb. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was watching this Let's Play guy. Uh, that level where those firebombs are, they're, they're in one tower, but you go to the other tower, the other end, and the red light knight guy, the guy that you told me don't go near him. Yeah, he's scary. What this guy did was he lured that red knight guy who followed him all the way across, and then he started to go down the stairs where the firebomb guys were, and that red knight guy was so stupid, he walked right off the edge and <laughs> fell. And he, and apparently that happens pretty consistently. Yeah, they're so, dumb. <laughs> yeah. Part of the and fun I, is taking advantage of the AI's inadequacies. I also saw through the playthrough that I was looking at, because I don't mind looking at a playthrough for something like this. I mean, I, I enjoy trying to figure things out on my own, but sometimes you just need help. Yeah, this will take forever otherwise. <laughs> right. So I discovered there was a place where if I go there, I can drop down and be right where that Eld, Eldorado guy, Eld, Eldridge, oh, I forgot his name, you know, that, that NPC. But I can drop right down and be right where he is. And, oh. Okay. Um, the firebomb guys that are, that are that I had to fight manually from down below, I can kill them from above, and I can get that ring. That's the only way I know of that you can get that thief ring. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. I'm going to definitely do that. And then if you oh, do where that, Estrava is okay. Estrava, yep, yep, yep. Estrava, yes. Estrava of Boletaria. Yes. Uh, thank so, you for rescuing me. He was yes. Like, I don't know. He doesn't need much rescuing from what I saw because after that, he jumps down and you start sort of going through the level backwards and he kills a bunch of them for you. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty good. So he's pretty awesome. <laughs> Although I think I saw on another level he's in jail or in a prison cell later on. So he must be like super awesome and then just get exhausted or something and people, you know, handcuff him and put him in, in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> you easy You don't know to who I him. am. <laughs> Get into jail. I guess he's the prince of this area with the king. I don't. It's hard to tell. 
I don't know, but he's a likable fella. Yeah. And he wanders around, then sometimes he just does nothing. If I get that ring from him, I'm going to like him even more because I think that's going to make one of my bar things go up even more. Yeah, the thief ring basically reduces the aggro radius of all the enemies. So depending on, you know, like they'll see you from way far away without the thief ring. But if you have it on... It makes me a little harder to see. Okay. Yeah, you'll be able to get closer without them actually running towards you to attack. Even at my high-speed clomping? <laughs> well, not with the high-speed clomping. <laughs> for backstabbing and stuff, it'll help you out a lot. <laughs> you know, you just run up behind him, and then you smack him with the axe. So another thing that I liked as I was exploring this, again, doing it on my own, I went to this one place where I could see the dragon in the distance laying on a hill or something like that. And that's all I was thinking about. I was like, oh, I don't want this dragon to wake up. He's going to try to kill me. And then you said something like that, too. Like, the dragon's going to fly around. You were talking about the future uh, at a bridge. Yeah. But And then I got killed by, must have been seven or eight guys that were in this small, confined area. <laughs> so when I came back, you said, hey, use your uh, axe on the round rocks <laughs> that are right there in the <laughs> yeah. crate. So I whacked at that one time with my very fast and powerful battle axe and the rocks started rolling out and they killed every one of those guys. It just rolled them down and it was so fun. <laughs> and what I was thinking, and I probably said it at the time to you was if I had been playing a Zelda game, there probably would have been a, a plaque or a sign that says, don't hit me over here, or I'm the woodsman crate. Don't whack me, or you know something to draw it to my attention. But this game, Demon Souls, doesn't do that. Yeah, it's it just the there. A lot yeah. of it is just intentional obfuscation, or just these little ancillary details that you wouldn't pay attention to in other games. You know, you just kind of rush through the area. But here, they kind of force you to pay attention to all these environmental cues, so that you are forced to just look at everything that they made. They don't tell you anything. No. I mean, there might be something in a blood stain that you could read that would give you some warning. But a lot of times when they have something that says ambush ahead, there's not. I mean, you can't rely on that information. No, other players are bad. They give you bad advice. Oh, those are players leaving that? The the red the red lines on the ground? Yeah. 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 The blood stains show you when other players, how they died. Uh, and I've seen that, yeah. yeah. And the red lines are other players writing messages. Okay, so the messages are not always truthful. They're not always truthful. Sometimes somebody puts down, like, liar in front of one so that you Uh know that the next one is not true. See, that's interesting. That fits in good with theology gaming, too. You got all these voices. (laughs) And you got to make your own choices. You got to make your own decisions. I think the one that you should never listen to is jump down here. Unless it it looks pretty <laughs> obvious that there's a platform underneath, because you'll see it, or or the one that says like secret wall ahead, and then you just smack it with your sword and nothing's there. <laughs> they make you do dumb things. I think that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, secret wall ahead. You'll, you'll try to hit it for like a minute, and nothing will happen. So as far as I've gotten in the game, then I'm almost at the point where I'm at my furthest point. Uh, there were two guys with halberds, is that what they're called? The yeah. long spear things, and I, I managed to take care of those. And then there is this bridge, and it is as you foretold, where I go out on the bridge, but then I need to either run through them or <laughs> run back to the tower because the dragon is coming, he's going to use fire, and he's going to kill all those guys for me. Yeah, but he'll also kill you. 
Yes, that's he's not a he's not helping me. He's no. not doing it out of the kindness of his dragon like heart. <laughs> dragon heart, I'm the last of my kind. Oh, Wait, that's that's the wrong thing. A dragon heart reference. You like that? That was my Sean Connery. Oh, I'm the last of my kind. Well, too bad. This this dragon is awful. Yeah, he's I'm angry. a mean dragon. He's an angry dragon. Yeah, he is mad about you. something. He follows you through the level for no reason. Even after, okay, so even after you beat the boss of this section, he'll still chase you on more bridges right. to blow you up. <laughs> I don't know. He just well, I'll be like expecting you. it next time, next bridge. He just doesn't like you. I don't know why. No so way. after we're done podcasting, I can decide to either spend quality time with my wife and family or play some Demon Souls. I don't know which option is best. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting ready to leave the country in about four days, so... I probably... Hmm. All your skills will be lost. Oh, they'll come back. <laughs> they'll come back. I wish there was a way to play a PS3 remotely through the internet. Like uh, huh. the PS4, you can do that. Did you know oh, that? Wow, that's neat. Yeah, you can stream your PS4 through the internet to your Vita. Hmm. And I saw my friend do it. He was playing Infamous... Whatever Second the, Son. Second Son. That's I nice. was playing it on a Vita from his his house... 25 miles away that's a lot of hardware just to play a game portable. it was smooth it was impressive i got sidetracked here but <laughs> oh so. you know what to get past the dragon thing you need to run yes. towards where the dragon both dragons are sitting because there's a blue dragon and a red dragon and they're both over there and they're doing their dragon like things what does that mean you I mean dirty no i don't mean oh <laughs> <dirty>. <laughs> i didn't know no they're just doing dragon about. things over there <laughs> Dragons need loving? Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, well, one's blue and one's red. They don't match. So oh, yeah. They're, they're both angry and ornery dragons. <laughs> they're just All big right. dragons. And so, over there in the dragon mm-hmm. place, the red dragon will come over there, and he'll be like, hey, dude, don't come over here. I'm mad and angry. Now, what you want to do when you get him over there is you want to run back towards the bridge because he needs time to fly over there to do his fire breath thing. And then you run through all the guys, put your shield up, and then you just Can run. I get them to fight the each other, the two dragons? Because that would be awesome. No, they're just kind of bored and lazy. All right. I mean, they don't want to kill each other. They just don't like each other. No, they just don't like each other. All right. Or they don't do anything. You've but done a you... lot of analysis of these dragons' inner thoughts and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had any. <laughs> but you can kill the dragon. you just you got to be patient. And you have lots of arrows. I heard that... Um, on that playthrough, he didn't do it, but there was one tower or location that he said that you could snipe the dragon slowly while it's flying around. Yeah, because um, it's it's dumb and it'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Same pattern. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's you know, it's a program. It's not an open world. No. This is a series of obstacles designed to test you. It really is. It's exactly what it is, and boy, does it test me. <laughs> I but, just I should have walked away from this game a long time ago, and I can't. Yeah, there's a strange feedback loop to it, right? It is. Yeah. It's like you mentioned that when you discover something, it's like there's a switch that is flipped in your brain. <laughs> that just It's like satisfaction. And that makes you keep going, you know, just for another little bit of satisfaction. Yeah, and sometimes that satisfaction yields loot. Yes. Yes. I haven't seen a lot of loot, and I, I have zero souls at the moment because I keep <laughs> losing them. Well, you'll get there eventually. The first level you're in is a tutorial level, which is the 
most smart Alec thing I can say. <laughs> right I'm now. in a tutorial level. You are basically in a tutorial level. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And uh, it how doesn't many... get like extraordinarily hard after this, but you can't level up, and you won't get many new equipment things until after you beat this level. How many hours of gameplay do you think it is if you were to play through without dying? Without if dying? Were, yeah, I mean, if you were extraordinary and you just went through and you did really well from beginning to end, is this a 16-hour of gameplay It's pretty game? short. If you know everything, it's a pretty short game all, right. all in all, just because you know all the strategies and stuff. But the it's all the length comes from the fact you don't know anything. Right. I don't mind a out. game that is shorter because it gives me a little hope that there's an end to it. Some of these 60-hour yeah. RPGs, I'm not interested in because of that. A lot of people say it takes 90 to 100 hours if you don't know anything right. to finish a, any of the Souls games. And I think that's a pretty accurate assessment. Yeah, seeking the internet for help or, or a friend shortens your time. But so far, it hasn't made it any less gratifying for me to no. <laughs> do stuff. Because, again, you pointed out the rock thing, and that was so satisfying to watch those rocks roll down <laughs> it's a simple thing but simple pleasures but i would have never thought of it you know i would have walked past that a hundred times and probably gotten killed there 50 of them watching undead people being crushed to death by boulders oh ah. well, i mean they're undead they're not you know hurting yeah you took their souls do undead people have feelings i don't know those people did at one point when they were alive. <laughs> and you took their souls for your own benefit. Well, I'm barely alive anyway, so I, that's why I have no feeling. That's my character. I'm a barely alive lumberjack. <laughs> Runs around chopsticks. <laughs> I think they're trees in my deranged mind. I'm sure that's what it is. So tell me about this nexus. It looks like it goes really high up. There's um, it is stairs. a building with lots of things in it, but that's sort pretty of spiral. obvious. Okay, yeah, thank you. That's so helpful. <laughs> There's more to it than the three places that I've been on it. Yeah. Once you finish the first level, you have to visit some tiny child person who will tell you exactly what you're doing. Because this Great. is that kind of game, yeah. Great. That's very Japanese sounding. <laughs> this is a explain. Japanese game, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think Sony actually localized it. They gave it to Atlas because Sony was like, this won't appeal to Americans at all. And then Atlas picked it up and it sold enormously well. And they were like, Oh, we made a huge mistake. Yeah. I got that one wrong. Yeah. So I guess Atlas is out of the picture on dark souls and dark souls. Souls. Yeah. Too. I think yeah. Namco Bandai is the publisher for those. Interesting. From software is the people who made the souls games so far. They made mm. armored core and all other sorts of strange, obscure Japanese games. The guy I was watching play through, he was actually in Japan, and he was playing a Japanese version of it. So oh, all the, are you watching all Epic Name Bro? Yes! Yeah, oh he's Oh my awesome. goodness. How'd you know that? Yeah, That's I've a... been watching him too. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's all right. He cusses a little bit, but uh, yeah, he's don't we all? Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He actually wrote parts or was a collaborator on the new Dark Souls strategy guide. Really? Yeah. So this guy is so, doing all right. Yeah, he knows his stuff. And the story will make sense if you watch his videos. Okay. But I, he's the one that I've been learning from other than you. Yeah. He mentioned this thing about tendencies, like the, the worlds have tendencies toward light or dark. Yeah. And to manipulate those it has different effects on whatever world you're in. 
the world has to have a certain tendency, and if you are in that and you want to go more toward light, you have to do certain things a certain way. Yeah, I think if you kill a boss, it uh, the world tendency goes to white. White, yes. Yeah. If you die or if you kill NPCs, it goes to black. I can kill NPCs? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to kill the shopkeeper, yeah, go ahead. I can kill him? Yeah, you can kill anybody. You can kill everybody in the Nexus. If you so chose. I really can't. Oh Absolutely. Yes. Is that a permanent thing, though? I mean, that's on yeah, my Yeah, it is card. a permanent thing. Okay, so, like, well. if you kill the shopkeeper, he's not coming back. And if you kill the girl that levels you up, she's not going to level you up anymore because she's dead. This is uh, another one of those decisions and choices here. You can actually choose to go the dark route or the light route, but it's not real obvious. It's yeah. like this subtle thing. And if you want to do it, you can. There's no consequences either way, but... It's up to you whether or not you want to kill people. Now, the world tendency, it actually changes the uh, environment in the world. So the closer it is to white, the easier it is to beat the level. Huh. So when you're playing through in white, you want it to be pure white, it'll be the easiest. But enemies drop loot that isn't as good as it would be in black. Quality goes down. But black is obviously a lot harder, and people are more likely to invade... Either way, there are paths that open in the level that aren't available unless you're in one tendency or the other. So it's some people like to just play on offline so that they can manipulate the world tendency so they can go to certain places and get certain pieces of gear. Hmm. Yeah, all of this was like nobody knew what any of that did. But now that we have like wikis and stuff, it's it's kind of a boring system and a little tedious. <laughs> And you said it doesn't really have a huge effect on the outcome. It doesn't have a huge effect, but if you do want to see all the things in the game, then you kind of have to mess around with it. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that point because I'm going to be the guy rushing around swinging his axe. (laughs) I think you just want to try and beat the game first. Yeah, I got to figure out the targeting. That's that's going to be a key thing to get better. Not fantastic. You just push down on the right. Analog joystick? If you're in range and you click into the right analog stick, it'll lock on to an enemy in front of you. And you see a symbol or something that indicates that you're locked on, yeah, I there's think. there's a little white circle, and that'll yeah. tell you when. Now, yeah. the thing about the lock-on is it only locks on to one enemy, so if you want to see multiple enemies, it makes it a little difficult to deal with. Well, I'm good for the multiple enemies uh, non-focused Swing like crazy <laughs> technique. But you can switch between two targets just by flicking the analog stick in the direction of a target that you want to. It'll go cycle through all the ones in range. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's going to take a little work, a little practice. Yeah. And if you click into the stick again, it just knocks the lock on off. I couldn't believe that Epic Games guy when he said that you can't even level up until you beat this first level. No. <laughs> and that makes me think, I thought that I was leveling up. I'm killing these people a little easier than before. No, you need souls to level up. Oh, I'm not doing good there. <laughs> <laughs> when you beat you were, the boss, you were talking like I got forty thousand. I'm sitting there thinking I got seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was in an area I shouldn't have been in, but I did beat it. Yeah, so tell me what you were up to while you were doing your end. You think you went into a was it in Bolataria? It no, I went to the one of the other stones and I went into that and. That's the Shrine of Storms. Uh-huh. You can talk about it, because yeah. I'm going to forget. And there were giant evil skeletons that could basically kill you in one shot. 
Were they roly poly skeletons? Yeah, they roll at you the whole time. It's yeah, kind of I saw some of that on yeah. some play. And since I had a shield that could actually block physical damage, it wasn't that bad, but it could have been a lot worse. So you were kind of in above your head. Yeah, but the benefit of beating a level that's harder than you probably think you could beat is that you get a lot of souls in return. So most of the enemies are worth about 300. So it actually racked up pretty quickly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 300. And then I, really I leveled get... up to like 20-something immediately. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I got to play this game. I got to beat this level. My if you goodness. beat this level, everything opens up for you. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to do it tonight or tomorrow night. Probably <laughs> tomorrow night. I'll let you know. I will send you a message. Yeah, I'll be on. Or I'll try anyway. Okay. And then we can do the real co-op thing. That would be cool. And you are doing you can only do Demon Souls on a PS3, you said. Only on a PS3, yeah. So you're not doing it on your PC at no, all. No. <laughs> Dark Dark Souls and when Dark Souls 2 comes out, you'll do that one on your PC. Yeah, that's where I'll be cuz it runs right. the best on that, so. Steam, I guess is the cho- your choice of seller. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I bought it off a different place that sells Steam codes. So, but I got like twenty five percent off or something. So you buy it from somewhere else, and then you get into Steam and you use that code. Yeah, I have it all pre installed. I'm just waiting for the game to unlock. Why would Steam do that? Because it has a specific release date, you know. Huh. Nobody's allowed to play it before that. But, I'm just surprised oh, just, that they um, would sell a code. You know, let someone else sell a code <laughs> to a game that they would rather sell themselves. I don't get it either. Yeah. <laughs> But just um okay, just to describe the Demon Soul multiplayer, how it works. So when you finish the first level, you'll go through the story sequence and you'll get an item like called like blue eye stone or something. Let me make sure here. I like the fact that you said when I do it. When. I appreciate that vote of confidence. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to. It just takes time. You know what? The more you play, the more you'll get used to everything, and it won't be that difficult. Right. Okay, so to do the co-op, when you get through the first story sequence, and then they finally let you level up, a character will give you an item called a blue eye stone. So the only time you can do co-op is if you're in uh, body form, which means you're on a soul thing. So what you want to do is that you want to... Go into a level and then put the blue. Use the blue eye stone. It'll put a little marker on the ground mm-hmm. for somebody else to look at, and anybody who's in soul form can see it. So, what I'll do is that you'll be the one in charge of it, and then I'll die. <laughs> I'll kill myself in body form so that I can huh. play with you, and then you'll summon me into the game. Now, what happens is that if we finish the level and you don't die, or neither of us die then what happens is that I'll get body form back after we beat the boss. So you're giving up in order to help me. Yeah. Well, I already, I just died anyway, playing the game. You said you were contemplating starting over with a new character. It depends on whether or not I over level. I'm not sure. There's a level calculation thing. It depends on what level you are and what kind of person you can summon. So, like, you can't summon, like, a level 150 guy into your level 1 game. That would be awesome. Can I do it, please? Wait, <laughs> no, wait. No, you can't. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't. But So, if you're a level 1, you can only play with people who are level 1 to 11. 
All right. And what level did you say you are? 20? I believe I'm 27. 27, yeah. So So you need to back up with somebody new and and do it. if you level up to, okay, 16? 17? (laughs) Yeah. If you're level 17, I can play with you. Yeah, well, if you want to wait for me. No, 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 no. I'll restart with a different character and mess around with that. And what is your character that you currently have at at level 27? Uh, He is a knight, knight, I think. Yeah, he has the coolest armor on, so that's the one I picked. That's what it's in the video at the beginning, I think, is a knight. And he does look cool. But I I got a giant shield now, so I could block everything. I got like a tiny little shield, a little (laughs) circle thing. The size of a frisbee. I'm not sure if playing a tank class will actually help me in this game, but I'm going to play it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Because I just like heavy armor, and that's the way I roll. Well, it's good to have two different types, too, if we do co-op. And So if there's some trees to be cut, I'll do it, and you be knightly. Or you might start playing around with arrows. I need to. Like your class is supposed to. All right, so I'll just switch weapons, and I'll learn how to do that. That might be hard, though. I don't know how it works or anything. Well, from a distance, it'd probably be great to peg a few, you know, pick a few people off. It says and... that you're a specialist at a- attacking with a longbow. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what's a longbow? <laughs> I don't know, but I know in addition to a, a bow, it says I have something called a bolt. I don't know what. <laughs> this is a good class for beginners looking to get used to the game. Oh, good. With some focused, diverted to ranged attack rather than complete melee, as with the soldier. Well, no problem there for me. (laughs) I have no problem with melee. Yeah, and you also have to figure out what stats you're going to level, because what you do when you level is you pick a stat, and it levels it up for X amount of souls. I'm so far away from leveling anything. (laughs) Yeah, well, don't don't flippantly invest any of your money. All right. Or souls, rather. Souls is the only currency, right? Souls is the only currency. Just do Uh the research before you buy anything. And if you're running out of healing items, buy those first. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I think uh, Dark Souls is a little more difficult in that aspect because you can't really buy any healing items. You get, like, a limited stock. What is it called that you take to heal up it uses a different system and this one you're using different kinds of grass yeah half moon grass full moon grass right etc but in dark souls are you drinking some kind of elixir yeah you're drinking an estus flask estus that's the word yeah i don't know exactly what estus is (laughs) but i guess my guy really likes it is it any faster than it takes to eat the grass because it seems like i have to stop and it's faster it's faster but the grass you can buy lots of it like i have like 50 of the the lowest version just because i had the souls and it's really so you cheap. can just pop another one and pop another one if you need to yeah if an enemy is after me i just run away <laughs> just so you said you beat the first dark souls right i beat the first dark souls in like 55 hours I was watching a friend of mine play this whatever level he's on, and I don't know names of anything, but he got to what we think is the boss, where you come out and you see this large demon troll-like creature, and you're supposed to pretty much turn around and climb this ladder to the top of a turret, where supposedly you have a, a, a chance at killing this thing. 
but we did not expect that guy to be able to climb up onto the turret. And he did. He jumped up there or grabbed hold of it and pulled himself up. And then it was all over really quick. Uh, the trick to that fight, I think that's uh-huh. the Taurus demon. It could be. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, he, he will jump up if you stand up there too long. But you can actually jump down and do a jumping attack on him. A drop down on him. And it'll take him like half his health, if not more. When Interesting. Yeah. You don't have to do that, though. You can just fight him on the bridge. That's just my preference. That doesn't seem like a lot of room, though, to fight him on that bridge. No, there's not. It's mostly just figuring out how to dodge stuff. Right. Yeah. Now, in Demon Souls, when I dodge, which is the circle button, am I vulnerable? Not, can I be hit? You are vulnerable at the end of the animation, not right at the beginning. Not while I might be... Yeah. Loop, looping around or whatever. I, think I haven't really put that to the test yet. Yeah, but. The beginning of the roll has invincibility frames. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the timing is. It depends on how much gear you have on. Because depending on how heavy your armor is, you I just lightened my load speed. a little bit. Yeah, you'll roll at a different speed depending on how much you have. Okay. But was it Dark Souls 2 I heard that's changing? When you do a roll, you're just as vulnerable if you weren't, or am I imagining that? Apparently, I've read that if you increase a new stat called agility, it will mm-hmm. increase the invincibility frames of the roll. I see. I see. So, whereas in the previous games it was kind of a set deal, and you knew kind of exactly when it was, in Dark Souls 2 it's much more bizarre and You have to earn it a little bit. Yeah, you have to get souls to invest in there. So they're giving you an incentive to use it in weird places. Well, with these three games, that's pretty much uh, the next six years of my life I could probably spend <laughs> trying to get through this. Yeah, people play it again to just play with new builds and experience challenges in a different way than they did the first time. So, mm-hmm. like, because I play Melee, right? I started mm-hmm. a Dark Souls character who does just magic stuff. Uh-huh. And it's totally different because, you know, you have to do range attacks instead of trying to dodge at close range. Right. So, you know, I'm not great at it, but <laughs> I get didn't by. you say that Josh Collar really likes Demon Souls? He played through it once. He hasn't really said much about it to me, though. Did he ever write about it? Do you think? No, but I think we could get him to. He's very prolific, so uh, I could. Uh, all I have to do is suggest it. And since he's been fasting for off of Facebook and technology, <laughs> no, it's over now. No, no, he's, no. He's oh. returned since Lent has ended. Oh yes, yes. So maybe he uh, will be back. But he wrote a bunch of stuff while he was disconnected. Yeah. But not for theology gaming. Not for theology gaming. Oh, no. 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 He goes goes to the high dollar ones. I hold a grudge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any uh, final thoughts on the souls? Hmm. Well, this game is the hardest game I've ever played in my life. However, it doesn't cheat. It's not unfair. It's just a matter of figuring it out. That's all it is. And when you take that into account and you take into the accepted fact that you are going to die frequently, (laughs) you accept that and you roll with it and you enjoy that game on a different level than maybe you would have. (laughs) The less you care about souls, the better you'll be at the game. Yeah, you're probably right, because it's easy to think in terms of greediness, like I need these, and maybe I do. Oh, you do, but you can always get them back if you're patient and you play well. 
And really, my focus should not be on souls right now. It should be on Smart. completing the level. <laughs> Boletaria. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. So those are my final thoughts. I will follow up. I will definitely contact yeah. you, Zach, and let you know. Or you might be there when I finally yeah, beat possibly. that level. So We will have another Soul to Soul in the near yes. future. Soul to Soul Part 2. Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll find out how far Ted has gone since then. Very good. And another thing I'm interested in, I'm just throwing this out, is another Collector's Corner sometime in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should do another one of those. Yeah, I've gotten quite a few things that I want to talk about. So I have not bought anything in recent <laughs> memory, but that's fine. Well, last time you went through your book collection. so <laughs> I'll grab my mysterious Dark Souls digital copy and then just show it in front of you. <laughs> I'll be like, ooh. Um, but you could also, Collector's Corner, I think, should include uh, movies that you've come across, oh, as well okay. as books. I think any kind of media of any type is worth talking about, or I, anything that people might collect. I did expand my library since, in fact, almost like four or fivefold. Just so there'll be something to talk about. <laughs> there will be, yeah. So Collector's Corner will happen at some, At some point after I get back from Africa. But Soul to Soul, we will continue. Soul to Soul Part 2, hopefully, yeah, no, maybe, right. let's say in two weeks, yeah. we can try to do another podcast, <laughs> Soul to Soul. And maybe we'll try to get Josh in on this. Yeah, see what he has to say, that lousy <laughs> lug. <laughs> I'm talking to you, I'm calling you out, I'm Joshua Caller. <laughs> All right, well, this has been the Theology Gaming Soul to Soul podcast. <laughs> TG Sessions, whatever, I'll categorize it later. Alright, see you guys. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Alright. See you you later. later. Bye bye.